0: hi everyone and welcome to the cutaways podcast i'm ashley and i'm
1: justine (laughs) ashley's best friend oh yeah you're my best friend too
0: i just said (laughs) it doesn't make sense but it
1: works oh and we hugged (laughs) It's a radio show.
0: <laughs> we do this like every, well, at least once a podcast, where we do something that should have been for a video podcast. Uh, we're video people. I we know really that. are.
1: <laughs> Just pretend. Welcome to our audio play.
0: <laughs> we'll describe things to you, like jazz hands.
1: We're doing it. We're doing the jazz fingers.
0: So this is a weekly audio podcast <laughs> where we watch and discuss romantic comedy history. It's very important history. I know, right? Why don't why why do not more people talk about this? That was a weird way of saying that sentence, but sentence but it happened.
1: You know what else? I don't I'm starting to really dislike the films that we are watching be described as chick flicks. Oh, they are. Because we're entering the late 80s, early 90s. Yep. We're in full chick flick territory. Ugh. If you want to talk down about a romantic comedy, I think you call it a chick flick.
0: Yes. Yes, you do. You you derogatorize it.
1: Yeah, it's for ladies only, and ladies are second class citizens. Yep. Because we don't like going to the movies. No. Even <laughs> though we make up
0: 51% of the demographic. And the population, yo! <laughs> Actually, what we do here is we watch romantic comedies, we try to discuss them, and then end up on millions of tangents.
1: That's what we do here. <laughs> that is what we do. We came up with our own essentials list. Yes. And this movie has landed upon it.
0: Yeah, we've we've talked about our essentials list before. Um, because Netflix likes to give, but also viciously take away... <laughs> Like, we've had it happen where they've taken a movie away the week that we were supposed to watch it. Yeah. And so we had to come up with this essentials list because there were a lot that were getting taken away that we deemed important to the history of the genre. So we created this list, and this one landed upon it,
1: and what is it, Justine? 1989's Say Anything. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, (laughs) dot. Say Anything? Say anything. Anything. Ooh, that was good. Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) so tell us about this movie, Justine. Well, it's another teen movie. We're going to get into a lot of those. Yeah, we've done a lot of those. Here's the description from Netflix. A budding romance between noble underachiever Lloyd and beautiful high school valedictorian Diane is threatened when Diane's father has a few things to say about the relationship and his expectations for Diane's future. This movie stars John Cusack, one of my husbands. He is, he is like your chief first husband. Yeah, one of them. I got a couple. First.
0: Who we, we did see. We have seen John Cusack before. Yes,
1: he has returned. He's older and wiser. <laughs> Not so geeky. Right. Ione Skye and John Mahoney. Who we have had before. Yeah, it's Papa Frazier. Yes. Directed by Cameron Crowe. I think it's Cameron Crowe's like directorial debut. Okay.
0: You want to do bigger, better things. How could you be better than a romantic comedy?
1: I don't know. You can't. Everybody starts out in rom coms. It's a good. It's a good way in. You get some romance. You get some comedy. A little bit of drama. It's a little everything. Some love triangles. A smorgasbord of emotions. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> a buffet of emotions. <laughs> this movie is rated PG-13 for adult content, adult language, and mild violence. So there's definitely going to be some drama. Yeah, it's an hour and forty minutes, and rated four stars on Netflix. Netflix. Because we aren't. We aren't. On Netflix. On D V D dot
0: com. I love that when we go to the description we're just like, this is what it Netflix says, but yet we're not watching it on Netflix. It's like Netflix subsidiary company.
1: I know, that's true.
0: I don't know. The only thing about this movie that I have seen is John Cusack with a boombox over his head.
1: I have seen this movie, Jimmy, our songwriter, who wrote our theme song. Uh, made me watch it because I believe it's one of his favorite movies.
0: Oh, so he's going to be listening to this podcast.
1: Maybe. I don't know if he's listened to any of our podcasts. Well, I thought he listened to the first one. Oh, yeah, he has listened. <laughs> so
0: this one, hi, Jimmy. Welcome.
1: We're going to tear apart this movie you love. <laughs> it's our job. Um, The description sounds a bit uh dated. Yeah. Like, it's not gonna hold up. Right. It's gonna be controlling father and, you know, love interest with, like, little of the woman in it, I feel. <laughs> it's gonna be, like,
0: The Little Mermaid, but without the mermaids and without the strong female character.
1: I also think that the movie, uh, he gets a bit stalker in it, as I remember. Ooh. Ooh. I don't, I don't know. John Cusack, Why? because it's the 80s and you know stalking wasn't a thing yet no means yes <gasps> i thought no mean
0: that's when no means no became a thing no that was say no to drugs oh okay <laughs> <laughs> well i'm i've been born
1: yay welcome to earth ashley been born now from the from this year forward i also want to note in podcast time happy birthday drew my happy birthday, Drew. Happy serious serious tone. Happy birthday, Drew. <laughs> I feel like you would appreciate that. Also, in podcast time, Ashley is bon voyaging off to Romantic Edinburgh, Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> so technically I'm not here. Technically no. I
0: am Ghost Ashley. Send
1: your well wishes. <laughs> we'll we'll archive some letters for her for her return. <laughs> But we're still podcasting every week. With Ghost Ashley. With Ghost Ashley. (laughs) We're gonna watch John Cusack
0: make a fool of himself.
1: Yeah. So yeah, we'll see you in a few. Peace out, homeboy. I've gotten old. (laughs) Oh no, oh no. I can't help being old. (laughs) Why are you talking like this? I'm just human. (laughs) we're back <laughs> in case you didn't notice yeah wake up it's say anything in seattle it totally had like 10 things i hate about you vibes at the beginning i thought a little bit yeah
0: with was, the music yeah it was yeah. way
1: more grunge and like ahead of its time yeah
0: <laughs> definitely there are some interesting like i loved john cusack's character Mm-hmm. but i didn't love their relationship
1: John Cusack, always good, anytime, give him him to me.
0: Uh, I'm sorry, John Cusack, if you ever get kidnapped, I know who did it.
1: Call me John Cusack. (laughs) He's from Evanston. I know he's from Chicago. We're following him on Twitter. (gasps) Are you going to tweet at him? John Cusack, something about friends. He's on Instagram. Oh my God. We got to be Instagram friends posting a lot on instagram follow john cusack on instagram what's his handle john cusack okay (laughs) talking about the cubs and the white Sox, because he is a he's a uniter he loves all of the baseball teams in chicago talking about his new movie love and mercy which was amazing you should watch love and mercy was it good yes especially if you are a fan of the beach boys and music production of that era. He was good in Hot Tub Time Machine. That was the last movie I saw him in. Oh. We're also following Ioni Sky on on Twitter. She's a painter. She most recently tweeted a picture of her and Eric Stoltz from Say Anything. Let's retweet this, shall we? Yes, we must. Why do we sound so robotic? <laughs> okay, I, I was shown Say Anything... By Jimmy, who I think I was going out with at the time he showed it to me. Probably, maybe. I don't know. We've been friends for, like, 11 years. There was a period we did go out, but we've mostly, I feel like at this point, been friends. (laughs) Yeah, Jimmy made me watch this movie once. And I feel like, back then, I was like, meh. And I'm still like,
0: meh. I think I feel, like, after I've let it, like, sink in, Mm -hmm. this is is definitely what's the Spectacular Now took and just, like, redid.
1: <laughs> I don't know if we're ever going to watch The Spectacular Now because it doesn't, it's not a comedy. It's not listed as a romantic comedy, but it is a
0: romantic comedy in I, a way. It's not, like, it's more of a life uh-huh. comedy, but it is a romantic comedy I still.
1: really don't want to watch that movie because of all of our build-up to I, it. I know, I know, I know.
0: But... If you've ever seen the Spectacular Now, like that, I got hardcore Miles Teller vibes.
1: Mm, I do not like Miles Teller. They do call him the next John Cusack. La 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 <laughs> la, 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 la 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 la. I can't
0: hear you. <laughs> like I really, when I went and saw the Spectacular Now in the theater, we went and there were like it just reminded reminded me of this for some reason. We were in Kansas still, and we watched this movie because there's a sex scene in that too. And the old people walked out after that. So then Whoa. it was just me and Sam in
1: the theater together. Wait, where did you see it? In Kansas? In Kansas. <laughs> but it was a really cute
0: movie about, like, growing up and finding your... It's falling in love for the
1: first time? Yeah. Is that what it is? It reminds me of A Walk to Remember or something like that.
0: A Walk to Remember is more... Like, I love A Walk to Remember and I heart Shane West forever. <laughs> but... <laughs>
1: It's like, <laughs> you had to be there to heart Shane West. Yeah. Shane West was like a time and a place. Yeah, <laughs> he was, he really was. You can't watch, like, A Walk to Remember now.
0: You had to be there. I have fond memories of A Walk to Remember. Like, it gave, it just gave me those vibes. And, and I liked it. Like, I liked certain aspects of it. Got some creepy vibes from other parts of it. Of Say Anything? Yes. Okay. Just to be clear, we're talking about saying anything yes, now. Yes, we're talking about saying anything now. So, like her dad was creepy? Yeah. Like hardcore creepy? was
1: just this weird dad relationship.
0: Yeah. And I don't I don't have a good relationship with my father, so I can't I don't know. You tell me, like is that like a
1: is it appropriate to be that close to your father? I don't know. I I have a good relationship with my dad, but we're not like best friends. And you know, stereotypically when you see a a teenage lady, her best friend's her mama. But this in this movie her mom wasn't there. Yeah. Her mom just left. Well or something. They got divorced and
0: she said she picked her dad over her mom.
1: Yeah, which why why wouldn't they have joint custody
0: if there's if she's already that if she's old enough to stand up in court and choose a side.
1: Yeah. It yeah, would like seem like
0: Why would the court do, like, the court didn't do that with me and my sister, and we were old enough to to say, to to speak.
1: Yeah, weird. I do think that their relationship's a little creepy. I'm not calling it sexual. No, it's not, it's not even that it's sexual, it's just creepy. Like, you don't have any friends. (laughs) Your dad is your only friend. I guess it's not necessarily creepy more than it is sad. Yeah, she has a sad relationship with her best friend father. (laughs) I've never known
0: anybody who's had that close of a relationship with their father.
1: Mm -mm.
0: Especially not as a teenage girl. Yeah. I think that's like the level of clinginess to her dad I guess is what's creepy.
1: Yeah it was super clingy. Yeah. It was like they were both like protecting each other from the world. It's like they've been through some really traumatic stuff. Well, I liked because we watched the special feature because we got the
0: Blu-ray from DVD.com. <laughs> DVD.com, go there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I liked what John Mahoney said that he is a man who desperately wants to care for people, but he has a twisted more like no moral compass to show him like the appropriate way to do it. Yeah, I really liked that comparison because that, that put like a lot of things in perspective for their relationship kind of way. That he's not necessarily holding her back but he is uh, he's enabling her clingy relationship instead of letting her branch out and go on be herself.
1: Mm, yeah enable kind of her. Yeah. Jimmy did text back and say anything <laughs> is one of his favorite movies. <laughs> I'm sorry Jimmy. <laughs>
0: I can see where 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 it could be a guy's favorite romantic mm-hmm. comedy, because this really is a romantic comedy. I don't to me this really wasn't a romantic comedy. This was a romantic drama. Yes. Actually.
1: Yes, a hundred percent agree. We did get it from, you know, lists on the internet of like the best romantic comedies. It
0: is it, it does have its comedic aspects, like him, uh, John Cusack's relationship. With his real-life sister Joan, <laughs> Joan. <laughs> who had the '80s curly hair, more Cusacks, <sighs> just all the Cusacks. They need to be in a movie together again. Or she's in High Fidelity, but I mean, like now. Like I oh. want, I want a, I want a buddy rom com, or not rom com, but I want a buddy comedy movie with John Cusack and Joan Cusack, where they have to go on a road trip. Oh. I want that as a movie. <laughs> Somebody write it, please writers of the world.
1: Yeah, writers who listen. This movie really just made me want to watch High Fidelity, because it was like, everything was, it was like High Fidelity, even though it didn't really, but maybe it did a little, because High Fidelity is based off a book by Mm -hmm. one of my favorite authors, Nick Hornby. Mm -hmm. Academy Award nominated Nick Hornby. It's a good intro. (laughs) 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 I want to have that intro one day. Ooh. Alright, what were we talking about? We were talking about the movie. We were talking about something. We are talking about the relationships. We were talking about John Cusack. John Cusack.
0: We were talking about the weird relationship between her and her
1: father. Yeah, and we were talking about how it's much more of a drama. Yes. I mean, it was slightly amusing, but it was chock full of dramatic music.
0: There were times where I was just like, what is happening?
1: There were times where I was like, when is this over? How long after It's been, like, resolved, are we going? (laughs) Yeah, that's true. There were a
0: couple points where it was just, like, okay, there's your out point. Take it. Go. I liked how it ended, though. Exit the highway. Really liked how it ended.
1: You know, it's a uh, similar story to, what's that movie? The Graduate? It is similar ending to The Graduate. It is a similar story to The Graduate. But I was also thinking of, um, Manhattan. The young girl going off to England, but that has nothing to do with any of this.
0: (laughs) That's, like, the only connection that I would have to Manhattan. Yeah. But if, like, Woody Allen did go with her. (laughs) If Woody Allen went with her, I'd be disturbed. John Cusack going with her. They're young. They're going off to another country. You don't know what's going to happen. I like that it was open-ended. Because, like, that part of the story was resolved, and then they just left. Mm. I really liked that, like... They told what needed to be told for the audience, and then the rest is theirs.
1: Yeah. Are they gonna be together in the end? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, teenage love. First love. Doesn't have, like, the greatest of track records, but there are people. My friend Matt Porter. Oh, I didn't know that. They've been together for 12 years. <laughs> really?
0: Look at them. Young love. Young love exists. It happens. They give me faith in humanity. So, at the beginning of the movie, we're at graduation.
1: Graduation. And everybody's graduating. Diane's valedictorian. Yes. And Lloyd. Lloyd wants to date her.
0: Yep. And he tells Corey, his best friend, who is in a band, a chick band, I guess. Yeah. Um, that he's going to date her and she doesn't believe him.
1: But he's optimistic. Because that's just Lloyd. The theme of this movie is optimism versus realism.
0: Yeah, see, exactly like (laughs) the spectacular now!
1: Oh my god.
0: Except for he's not as optimistic in that movie.
1: But, anyway, so... In her valedictorian speech, she says that she's scared of the future. She's telling the truth. She's telling the truth. Yeah. Also, sorry, side note... Their their song was the greatest love, and it was sung very punk, rocky, grungy, by a
0: horrible singer.
1: Sexual chocolate.
0: Yep, it was <laughs> it was the equivalent of that. It was like sexual whiteness. What do you mean horrible <laughs> singer. That guy was cool. He would, no, he was cool. He was into it, and I was so happy that he committed and just kept going. But let's be honest, like in today's standards of music, he would get a shit ton of auto tune.
1: Oh. I, I wish that my life was like this, these people. Who, who lived simple lives. In Seattle, on the verge of the 90s. Oh, what a time to be alive. I was just born. I don't remember. I don't remember the 80s. I remember the
0: 90s. After graduation, everyone's with their parents and doing the, the stock parent kid picture. And his parents aren't there because they're in Germany, because yeah. his dad is a general. Or not a general, She's he's a sergeant. He's in the army. Yeah, he's in the army. And so he decides to have him and Corey, like, do a secret picture with Diane. Which
1: is totally something I have done. Really? Yes. Yes. You go, and you stand behind the person you like, and then your best friend just secretly takes a picture of you guys standing next to each other. I have done this. I did not know this was a thing. Yes. <laughs>
0: Feel like I missed out a lot in high school.
1: I don't know. This is like middle school or summer camp.
0: Oh, okay. See, I I, didn't ever have that kind of experience where like people that I liked were with me like on these things. By
1: the time I was in high school, we had digital cameras where we just secretly took pictures (laughs) of people with like zooming in really far. Yeah. Again, I was the good Christian
0: little girl, and I was afraid. To take pictures of people without asking their permission.
1: John Cusack lives with his sister Joan Cusack who has a baby. Who was adorable. She's been left. Sad point number one. (laughs) (laughs) Dramatic. Drama
0: point number four.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Diane gets a ring from her dad. This one I wrote in parentheses, dead mom? (laughs) Yeah, I thought her mom was dead. Yeah, they were talking like she was dead.
0: Yeah, he was like, this is the only thing your mother gave to
1: me? Yeah. Or left me or something like that? It's totes a promise ring. (laughs) Ew. It totally is. Why was dads giving rings to their
0: daughters? I've gotten, like, a birthstone ring before. Not from my father, but from my grandfather. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, that's not weird to me because it's your birthstone.
1: Like, it's like, we're celebrating your birth. But Congratulations. a ring of your mother's, your dead mother's, who's not dead. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. It was very dramatic. Well, and he had already given her a car. Yeah, crappy car. No, it really wasn't that crappy for the 80s. Oh, okay. Then a nice car that today you'd be like, that's a crappy car. <laughs>
0: Ooh. Today you would be shamed. You'd be like, what piece of junk is this? You'd be going down the highway and, and the nun from Game of Thrones would be behind you <laughs> she <reading out. laughs> She'd be like, I
1: think they recalled this. <laughs> <laughs> Shame. Diane, she is concerned what people think of her. That she th- thinks everyone thinks she's a priss. Yep. Prissy, priss, priss, prissy, priss.
0: This is the first time I think I've ever heard priss used in a movie. In this way. Yeah,
1: I haven't heard it used since, like, 1994. (laughs) (laughs) And her dad's like, nobody thinks you're a priz. And I'd be like, you're her only friend. (laughs) Yeah, it it was
0: weird. It was a weird conversation. After he, like, had to, he got a little, like, it was like an Asian temple box.
1: It did look like a miniature Asian temple.
0: Yeah. A temple for ants. Yeah. (gasps) Yeah. It was. And then, like, he had to move it from his office into the doorway to give her this ring. Like, why did you have to move it? Why couldn't the scene just take place in
1: the office? Nobody. No, did. it was, it,
0: it was your first, like, clue of
1: pay attention to this yes. object. Yes. This fancy box. Yeah. Lloyd, John Cusack is Lloyd, if I haven't mentioned. Lloyd Doppler. He might just get called John Cusack throughout this whole thing, though. Yeah. He's my hubby. Yep. He calls Diane. He gets up the courage. Just call her up. After he's
0: kickboxing. Yeah. With his nephew.
1: Kickbox. I'm all hyped up. Let's call Diane. (laughs) I'm on the endorphin rush. Let's go. He gets her dad. Mm Mm-hmm. Leaves a message. With her dad. (laughs) With her dad. And then the dad immediately gets another phone call. An excited phone call. From this, is it? a scholarship or what was It's a it? fellowship. Fellowship.
0: Which what did what did she get the fellowship for? Like they kept on talking about microbiology and all this other stuff but then they never like established what the fellowship was for.
1: I don't know. I don't know. She's a smarty though. Yep. Right out of high school she gets a fellowship. Diane works at what do you call them? Her dad's um nursing home. Nursing home. <laughs> I just wrote down- I couldn't think of the term nursing home and I had to write quickly, so I wrote down old people place. <laughs> um, he works at a nursing home, she works there, so he goes and says, you won the fellowship, you're going to England! Ooh, ooh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Party girl! Ooh. Like she falls down to the floor because she's like, well that means I have to get on a plane.
1: Oh. <laughs> But her dad is very excited that she is very gifted. What dad wouldn't be. Yeah. He's, like, overly, like, he's put, like, all of his stock in oh, nurturing he's like,
0: and, and building this human being to he's, be perfect. He's, like, um, those stage moms with academics. Yeah. He's, like, a book dad. I don't know what the proper vernacular is. He's, like,
1: academic cheerleader. Yes. That. So, Diane goes home and she gets her messages... And the first one's from Lloyd, so she calls Lloyd, and he congratulates her, and then asks her to go out. Well, first, he's like, do you know who I am? (laughs) And she's like, yeah, we did that one thing that one time. He's like, oh, you remembered. And he's like, no, it was in the message. (laughs) She has no idea who he is. She She has to look him up in the yearbook. Yeah. So, yeah, um... She's like, "Go out with me." and she's like, "Oh, I'm busy, I'm busy doing this, I'm busy doing that." And he's like, "Well, what about? there's a party tonight? There's an awesome party. you cannot miss out. It's the event of the year. you have to go and she's like, "Yeah, I'll go, yeah, yeah.
0: exactly like that though,
1: yeah, like a ten year old yeah." <gasps>
0: Like it was weird
1: because there's this like little slight plot point that she's like in a rut and hasn't really met anybody. All she's been doing is focusing on school. Well, work. she took
0: she took a lot of college courses, so she wasn't really at high the high school
1: very much. Yeah, so she kind of wants to explore herself a yeah. little bit. Yeah, yeah, before she leaves, which makes complete and utter sense
0: because she's kind of been pigeonholed by her academicness.
1: Yeah, but I think all of her like. Story takes like a back burner to. Like, it's not her.
0: It's not the, her movie. Yeah. It's not. Ne- it was never established to be her movie.
1: I think it's unfortunate.
0: Oh, I think it is too. I mean, I think that's why I like John Cusack more than I I like her, and I don't like their relationship all that much. Like, I wish I did. I really wish I could be invested in that relationship because I I see the foundation is there, and I see that. I just didn't see the chemistry with her Mm. and John Cusack.
1: And it's another, like, rich girl, poor guy. Well, it's like, look at me, little rich girl, I have everything,
0: but I haven't taken any accountability. I've just done what everyone has expected of me and never branched out.
1: Yeah, I wish it was more of a story of him teaching her, like, how to live life. Yeah. Is that the plot to Spectacular Spectacular Now? now. (laughs) Yes. Yes saw that look in your eyes. <laughs> You're like, boy, do I have a movie for you. Well,
0: and, and then in turn, he or she teaches him to How actually... How to love? No, to actually care. Like, he does, mm. He just wants to live in the moment. He doesn't want to plan for the future or, oh or anything God, like that. Oh, my God, it is this movie. I
1: know! <laughs> <sighs> That's why we do this. This is where we learn. We're though, learning so much. So, even though The Spectacular
0: now is his movie... Shea steals mm. so much from him. She is a scene stealer. Yeah. She is wonderful in that movie.
1: She really opens up on camera. Yeah. Go Shea. You should be <laughs> in more things that aren't the Divergent series. You're done with that. Do something good. <laughs> she was in The Fault in Our Stars. That was before Divergent. It was, I, technically... During Divergent. Divergent. Yeah. <laughs> but Divergent then continued to be awful, as we knew it would, because we all read that last book. <laughs> when did this turn into like <laughs> yell at her, yell at the authors <laughs> section of the podcast? You know, it, it's it's <laughs> relevant. Here, here I can tell you why it's relevant that John Green and what's her face Veronica Roth come up, because these young adult authors were influenced by the teen movies of, of the eighties. Yes, and they didn't learn from the eighties mistakes. <laughs>
0: The 80s are why people hate me. (laughs) My Tumblr. Poor John.
1: Poor John. Stop the trolls. Where was I? Oh yeah, she agrees to go to the party. The part later that night. (laughs) Which was actually a relatively fun like high school party version. Yeah. It was
0: so much better than the one in um, Can't Buy Me Love.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. But still, this movie reminds me a lot of 10 Things I Hate About You. It's got that Seattle vibe. You can't can't just de- quell that Seattle vibe. It's just there. Mm-hmm. Permeates everything. Um, can we talk about, though, uh, Lloyd comes to pick up Diane and meets, meets the dad. I don't know. He meets the dad and's talking about kickboxing that he does.
0: Well, I love how her dad, like, is taking up the entire, like, space of the doorway so that he has this, like, five-inch hole of which to, like,
1: talk about, talk to him and, Yeah, John Cusack's a skinny guy. He's yeah. a wanky guy. He can get in. <laughs>
0: I know, but I just, like, I loved the 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 use of the space as if he is still protecting his daughter. Like, I'm allowing this, but I don't like it kind mm-hmm. of vibe to it. And I really liked, like, the acting choice, I guess, is, is a better way. But, yeah, John Cusack comes up and he's like, Hi, I'm Lord Dobbler. I'm a Kickboxer.
1: Let me tell you, it's the sport of the future. <laughs> <laughs> and Diane comes out in this white dress. That doesn't fit her boobs. Not to not to be, like, shameful of the costume directors again, but... It was just, like, a dress... It was a really cute dress. It was just off the rack and they didn't tailor it. Yeah. It just needed to be brought in
0: on the underboob.
1: It's a rowdy party. Corey's high school party. Corey's there and she's suicidal about Joe. <laughs> Who broke up with her, or no,
0: she was the other woman. Mm-hmm. To a girl named Mimi. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, she's written 63 songs about Joe.
1: Yeah, she's, like, this riot girl awesomeness. Oh my god, I loved it. Also, isn't it weird that, like, they show up at the party and, like, Lloyd's career counselor was there?
0: Yeah, I didn't understand that. Like, was
1: that just to poke in the yeah. whole... Just to interject, you gotta pick a career, Lloyd. Think about your future. Because that was his thing. Her yeah. thing was to live in the now. His thing was the future. Yeah. Because they were opposite. They thought, you Well, know. no, her thing was to think about the future. No, she thought about the future, but she didn't live in the now. Yeah. He lived in the now, but he didn't think about the future. Yeah. So that's why they were getting the opposite messages.
0: Yeah. And they just wanted to be loved just love me they have no parents (laughs) no productive parents Mm -mm. this is a classic case of parents being too close to their children and not being able to have perspective
1: like she had smother parent and he had absent parents parents. yeah (laughs) he was basically raised by her his sister it seems like yeah so it's like they're perfect for each other because they were opposites yeah joe does show up to the party. And wants to get back together with Corey, And she says no. She says no. Because Joe lies. Joe lies. When he cries. She says goodbye to him. Also, um, Lloyd has been made the key master, which means he can't drink. Yeah, he's in charge. He's like basically the DD. Yeah.
0: So he won't give you your keys back until you can establish that you are sober. Yes. Or he will hide your keys, apparently.
1: Yeah, and the thing about the party is, like, they show up to the party together, but they don't spend any time at the party together. Yeah. Like, he watches her the whole time. But she gets to talk to people that she went to high school with. I think that's why he did it. He, like, he was enlisted with this
0: job. So he took the job a little seriously. And let her kind of venture off and and do... Because they had talked about it. Like, how she didn't know anybody in the car...
1: Mm-hmm. And all that.
0: So he was just trying to be like, okay, go out into the world. Be a social butterfly. Fly yeah.
1: your wings. So she got everybody to sign her yearbook. And also people were like, oh, you were Lloyd? Lloyd's great. Like, Yeah. <laughs> all the girls were like, oh my god, you got Lloyd. <laughs> oh. Oh. So it's the end of the night. And there's one drunkie, uh, Barbara Streisand's son. Yes. <laughs> then they got to drive home. Who has wicked awesome hair. He's the guy with the hair. Um, she said she was going to be home before dawn, but they spent all night trying to find his house.
0: Yeah, because he's forgotten where he's lived. Because he's so drunk. Yeah.
1: You would have thought, like, they'd pass her house and he'd be like, okay, you can go home now.
0: (laughs) That would have, like, inserted more drama into it, but we wouldn't get our awesome glass break, or broken glass scene, which is the crux of their relationship. I don't even think I wrote it down. (laughs) It happens after they drop him off, and they go, they drive around a little bit more, because she's still
1: in her dress. Yeah, and, like, she looks at her yearbook, and she's like, oh, people say they wish they knew me, and he's like, I want to see you all the time. I love you. No, they just hug. No, I'm obsessed with you. They just hug, and, like, yeah, I don't know, this glass thing. So they go,
0: so after they drop him off, like, he goes to uh, the 7-Eleven, And, like, gets her a hot dog or something for breakfast. Whatever. And, um, so as they're walking...
1: (sighs) They're walking directly towards the only piece of garbage on the floor. On the ground. (laughs) And, and they're, they've stopped. (laughs) And they're,
0: like, talking. And then, like, randomly, John Cusack is like, Oh, wait. We've completely, we are completely still. (laughs) But wait. There's some broken glass. And then just
1: walks over and kicks it. (laughs) And then, like, walks around it. Yeah. It's like they've walked into- It's the most it's
0: full- awkward thing. It's
1: like a giant parking lot. They walk directly towards this broken bottle. He pushes it out of her way and, like, still walks around it. Yeah, it's so awkward. And it's the crux of their entire relationship. Yeah. I didn't even write it down because I was like, okay, it's another montage moment. Well, and it's so- And you were laughing at it. <laughs> Because it's so awkward. I thought,
0: I honestly thought, like, this was a last-minute thing that they threw in there, and it was, like, the only take that they had, and it's the worst possible acting job ever. Like, oh, my God. I was, like, John Cusack, what? Are you okay?
1: (laughs) It was their last day of filming.
0: Yeah, but it's, like, they said there were multiple takes. So why didn't they pick a better one? Because this was like, this looked like a first take. This did not look like a second or third take. Especially after going through a rehearsal take, because this is back in the day when you had film. So you would do rehearsal takes that weren't filmed. Mm -hmm. And then you might do one rehearsal take on film to make sure that you have good lighting. So yeah, then he takes her home, and her dad is waiting.
1: Mm. But he's like, how was it? Good morning.
0: Yeah, he's all like happy, nice Friendship dad. Mm Mm-hmm. He hasn't morphed into asshole dad yet.
1: Yeah. And she's like, it was good. Yay. We had fun. Yeah. He made me laugh. Yeah. Lloyd's hanging out with Corey and her friends, talking. But, oh yeah, they're talking about, oh, the second date is a dinner with da-da-da, you're gonna screw it up or something. Well, it's just Corey
0: and her friends, actually. He's not even there. She's, like, talking about him. It's like they didn't have John Cusack for oh. that day. So they were like, okay, we'll just have the girls sitting here talking about what they told him to do. Yikes.
1: Ugh. Yeah, so second date, she's invited Lloyd over to dinner with her father and, like... Her father's accountant? Yeah, or, like, business partners.
0: Yeah, well, it's her father's accountant. I remember she saying that, and I'm like, why is the accountant coming to dinner to, shady. to meet with your boyfriend. Shady
1: as fuck. Yeah,
0: <laughs> come to the Cutaways podcast where we bring you songs.
1: <laughs> I wrote down. She is a brain. Brain. Yeah, she's talking about something smartical. Well, she he's in her room, and it's just like everything you'd steal from like a school supply store. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. It's like anatomy posters on the walls and stuff. There's a brain like what are those things called like a A model model? yeah she tells her airplane story which i missed because some people were talking (laughs) because sam was
0: enamored at the fact that she is me basically like she is terrified of airplanes and they went on this one airplane once and she had um talked basically gone over all of these things in her head that if there's babies on the plane, that means that the plane can't crash because there's babies, and God wouldn't do that. But, because all the babies are crying, she thought that the babies knew something that she didn't, and so she had a panic attack and freaked out and asked them to to land the plane.
1: Turn the plane around. Turn the plane
0: around. So her dad goes to the cockpit, because this is back in the 80s when the cockpits weren't crazy lockdown, and you wouldn't get arrested just for doing this
1: for forming a line by the cockpit yeah any, any
0: any presence that is not a stewardess in front of this cockpit that i won't injected. even go to the
1: bathroom up there no yeah. i'm like i don't know where it is i don't want to look like i'm meandering around that area because i don't know where it is it's one of like the hidden like yeah i don't want to go anywhere near th- i go in the back always every
0: time So, I, like, I, like, have it in my head that there isn't even one in the front. Like, even if there's somebody back in the back, I'll go and I'll wait. Mm -hmm. I'll be like, hey, stewardesses, how is it?
1: (laughs) because you can stand back there and chill with the flight attendants. Yeah. And it's all totally cool. (laughs) Yeah. So, her dad does go up and
0: does get the plane to turn around, but when they land, they have a bunch of flight marshals waiting for them and say that they can never fly again.
1: Oh, really? Yeah.
0: So how she got on the plane at the end, I don't know. Something. We're at dinner now.
1: Yeah. The dad wants to know, what are your plans for the future? He says, Lloyd says, I want to spend as much time as I can with Diane before she leaves. And then he goes on this tangent
0: about how he doesn't want to...
1: Buy or sell anything.
0: Buy, sell, or process, process anything.
1: anything. Sell anything, bought, or process. Process anything, bought, or sold. Yeah.
0: Basically, he wants to do nothing.
1: He's anti-Reagan, as we've learned.
0: Yeah, apparently that was a whole anti-Reagan speech. Yeah. Well, and apparently, like, all the, the takes that they had of this speech, because they had just written it, like, an hour before this, they started filming, he, uh, is working his, he doesn't remember his lines. So all the takes in the movie are him they made it seem like he's nervous mm-hmm. and and stumbling on himself kind of thing. Which actually now that scene with the girls makes sense. They probably had to go back and shoot that scene to establish that he has a nervous talking thing.
1: Oh because
0: that's what that's what Corey's talking about in that scene. Damn So they probably couldn't get John John Cusack was probably shooting something else uh-huh. and they couldn't get him back. They got some B cam on them. Yeah. So they got the girls. See, that make, that makes total sense now. Don
1: Cusack's a great
0: actor, too.
1: Yes. Then the IRS shows up. <laughs> at dinner. At dinner. There's a criminal investigation on the dad. Because he's, he's got to be audited, pretty much. Because he's shady dealings. Yeah. They just break down the door and they point at shady dealings. <laughs> yeah. They were like, you're doing something illegal, sir. And
0: he slams the door in their face.
1: Yeah. Diane has dinner with her mom. Her mom who's not dead. Yeah, which was not established at all. And nothing happens in the scene. (laughs) Except for she meets her mom's boyfriend. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And her mom tells her she's got resting bitch face. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, that's why you didn't want to live with your mom. (laughs) Lloyd calls Diane, agrees to meet later. Lloyd visits Diane's work and shows all the old people the movie Cocoon. (laughs) Which I thought was a great scene. I just like the way he said cocoon. Yeah. He says it so... Cocoon. Cocoon. (laughs) Diane feels guilty about not spending time with her dad because she's been spending all this time with Lloyd and like she feels too busy and she can't have a social life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because she has to be there for her dad.
1: Because, yeah, the the dad suddenly has all this IRS stuff going on. Yeah. And, you know, work and whatever. It's it's stressing out the family unit of two. (laughs) I don't know how. Lloyd teaches Diane how to
0: drive. Yeah, after this conversation, they have this really cute kiss montage, which is, like, weird to have this conversation, or this montage directly after that conversation.
1: Uh, Yeah, montage of smooching. So it's like there's the driving, and then they're in various locations smooching, which leads to some backseat mambo to Peter Gabriel.
0: In your eyes, the light,
1: and the heat, in
0: your <laughs> eyes.
1: Um. Yeah, they do the do, and then when she goes home, she tells her dad that she did the do. Yeah, that was weird,
0: and like has this entire speech about why she did it.
1: Yeah. And that we can be so open and honest with each other, I can tell you anything. I, it's supposed to guilt trip foreshadow to the later point where yeah. he's a liar. Yeah.
0: It's just not believable. <gasps> well, that and she's like, and remember when he took me to that party a while ago? And do you know what he did? Like, I felt so safe with him because we were walking and there was this po- a pile of glass. And he he told me about it. and i'm like what we're like
1: what the (laughs) fuck what how does this make sense what she's like crafting like her own ideal world in her (laughs) little head yeah
0: she had to knit her way into that one (laughs) yeah
1: Mm. but in her speech was just like she's yeah oh and then like the way she said it was like, oh, he didn't touch me, and I didn't want to do it. But then I, I jumped, jumped him. In. <laughs> <I'm> like, oh. <laughs> you just told your dad you jumped his bones. What?
0: Like, and she got like all she was detail-y. Yeah, I'm like, no, no, no. Do you think that that is like our American culture? Well, Which don't they, don't they don't they talk about sex over in Europe like with your parents and shit? I don't know. Maybe. Because apparently we we as a country are prudish about sex. That is true. The way that it's all like set up is like her dad is her like best girlfriend, right? Mm-hmm. And so like yeah, you would tell your, your best girlfriend about the first time you had sex. I guess.
1: I didn't do I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but, like theoretically, yes. Not, no way. No way would this exist in reality. It, not with your dad. Yeah, not with that detail. Most dads are very
0: uncomfortable with, with that stuff. hmm And he was. He was visibly uncomfortable. When she was so, like, innocent and happy about it, and he, like, he just had this look of horror on his face. Yeah. And you're like, honey,
1: you really need to learn how to read body language. Ugh, oh, okay. So Lloyd's hanging out with his girlfriend in the guitar store. He's rocking an SG... And they're like, oh my god, you did it with her.
0: <laughs> and he's
1: like, yeah. I
0: loved his little smirk. His little smirk was so precious.
1: And um, he's decided to write her a love letter and mail it to her. Which, they made this such an important like, plot point kind of thing. Yeah. That it got lost
0: in this whole montage of her dad being an actual father
1: trying to shield, <laughs> shield her daughter from the sex then I wrote down tax audit at old folks' home, which doesn't really sound like anything happened. She gets um, her ticket in the mail to England, but she wants to delay, and... Because she thinks it's, it's a
0: stressful situation for him and that she should stay and be there and be supportive.
1: Yeah, and of course her dad's like, is this really about the guy? Do you love him? Yeah, then he, like, makes
0: this whole thing... Because she's, like, she's honestly wanting to just be there for him, and he's, like, oh, no, it's because you want to have more sex. It's because you want to be with him. It's because of this, this, and this. Yeah, and you're not you
1: thinking clearly. He yeah. has no future. Yeah. This has no future. He starts
0: getting, like, visibly jealous.
1: Yeah. He even says, so. Oh, he's, like, what, am I jealous? <laughs>
0: yeah, he works himself up into a tizzy when she is, like,
1: actually just trying to be there for him. Yeah. It isn't necessarily about... But yeah, it got to that point where he's working himself up that she feels sorry for him. And she's like, okay, I'll break up with him. Stop freaking out. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, I love him, but okay. And he's like, you should give him this pen. (laughs) (laughs) Dad, I love him.
0: No, you should give him this pen and break up with him.
1: Yeah. So Lloyd is at uh, his kickboxing class. Oh, it was so adorable. He gets paid to teach little little ones. little ones, about kickboxing. Little littles. And, and she gonna, calls. Yeah, go to call, pick her up, whatever, so. He's excited. Yeah, so he picks her up in the car, and he's like, I wrote you this letter, pretty much, I love you. Yeah. And she's like, we should spend some time apart. We'd <laughs> be better as friends. She's like, wait. What? You're already leaving. What What is this? What does all this mean? This whole friend thing. She's <laughs> like, Ooh. here's this pen. Let's break up. Bye. <laughs> here's an ink pen. Write Gross. me. So then, in classic John Cusack, on a bender of breakup, goes to a payphone in the rain. <laughs> he is soaking wet. Oh, he's been in that rain. So sad and crying for a long time. Yeah. He's depressed. But
0: again, like, again, like, as I said when when we were going through this actual scene, I was just like, oh, I don't want John Cusack to feel this way, because I really genuinely like his character, but I don't care that they've broken up. Like, I physically don't care. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's not how I should be feeling. I should be feeling very connected to their relationship.
1: Yeah. So he starts driving around recording. It became a noir. Yes. <laughs> he's recording, he's he's documenting his feelings on a tape recorder yes like a noir (laughs) but it sounded like voiceover at first because they had it over the the wide shot of the car driving he's like i gotta his problem is i hang out with too many chicks i gotta hang out with guys so he finds his guy friends jeremy piven and all them all the drunks in front of the gas station Yeah, they're like, you gotta get laid.
0: You gotta find a girl that looks like her, Mm -hmm. nail her,
1: and then dump her. Yeah, he's like, no, that's stupid. Yeah. So he's driving again, and with his gal friends, they say, you gotta be a man. Manliest of men. Yeah. You can't be a boy. No, not a guy. Man.
0: Strong.
1: Give her a call. Confidence. So he does call her back for the eighth time. He's leaving her a message. The dad and Diane are there listening. And he's like, you remember that letter I wrote you?
0: Yeah. Just rip it up. Rip it up and throw it away. But if you're listening right now, pick up the phone.
1: Pick up the phone, Diane. Pick up the phone! Aww. She picks it up too late. Yeah, he hangs up and she picks it up. Um, so then we have uh, some scenes with the dad. The dad is attempting to buy the luggage for Diane. But his card gets denied. All of his cards denied. There've been He has a hold on his account because the IRS is auditing him. Yep. And then he cries in a bathtub.
0: Yeah, I didn't understand that part. Like did was he questioning about whether or not he was getting going to get caught?
1: Like, Maybe.
0: At that point why wouldn't you just turn yourself
1: in? Yeah, I'm not sure. Um so then we get the scene, the famous scene. Diane's in her bed, the window's open in the background. She's horny. (sighs) She hears the song, the song of love. They're lovemaking. Peter Gabriel. In your eyes. When I was a baby around this time, I loved Peter Gabriel. I loved Aerosmith. My
0: mom would literally have to play Aerosmith for me to go to sleep
1: (laughs) I was addicted. I loved Steven Tyler. Sledgehammer. An amazing music video that I swear, like, got me into filmmaking.
0: Oh, I'd have to watch it.
1: Oh, yeah. He's holding the boom box. That's what we're talking Yeah. Famous, iconic scene. I actually don't really like it because when it zooms in, it cuts off the boombox. Boombox,
0: Boom box, box yeah. He
1: sh- <laughs> I also,
0: I have issues with this whole, like, this is supposed to be an iconic, like, love thing, yet she doesn't respond to it. To it and she doesn't react to it in the in the the movie itself like when she's actually when she hears it and recognizes it she doesn't react
1: to it at it's all. It's a very short scene we're like instantly out of it. Yeah. I loved
0: what the commentary on it mm-hmm. is about how it's being defiant and um holding up their love. Holding up their love. Yeah. I loved that thing and how John H- Cusack really hated that he had to <laughs> hold that boombox over his head.
1: <laughs> he thought it was too much. Yeah. I agree, John Cusack. No, I like it. But I'm a hopeless romantic, so. I'm on the side with my husband. (laughs) (laughs) He'd appreciate that. Diane goes to the IRS. She's like, you know, I've been working for this fellowship all my life, and I don't care. All of a sudden. Yeah, why is she at the IRS and everything? Oh, she's there to, like, ask questions
0: about why they're going after her dad.
1: Yeah, she's like, what really is happening? Because her dad's not telling her anything. She's, like, gone there to be like, why... Why are you doing this? Yeah, what are... Pretty much, like, why are you investigating? What are the, the leads to whatever? How did this come to be? And he's... The IRS guy explains... You know, there's all the markings, all the signs that... He's got this pool of money that he siphoned away from this business. You know, he's not reporting all the money. He's making all these purchases and da 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 da. Yeah. All things that make sense. Yeah. Look around your house. Do you
0: have nice things, but not
1: too nice things? They have a fucking jukebox. Yeah, that costs the magic amount of $9,000, which is what he said things would cost. Yeah. It's like things that are expensive, but not expensive enough to report them. Yeah. Pretty much, here's your tax fraud, <laughs> like, well, here's and she how looks, you do it. <laughs> she looks down at her, her ring that he gave her. Mm-hmm. Because it's nice, but not too nice. Yeah. <gasps> not extravagant. Like her. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, she goes home, she starts digging through all the items, she's like, I knew you wouldn't lie to me, and then remembers the box.
0: Yeah, that we saw in the beginning when he got, gave her her ring.
1: Mm-hmm. It's full of the cash. All the cash. So she goes to the work and confronts her dad, calls him a liar. He basically says that, you know, he
0: deserves the money and that he does all this work for these people and that he takes better care of them.
1: Yeah. And she's just like, you're a liar and I'm leaving, bye. Peace out. And then she goes to see Lloyd as kickboxing and she's like, I need you. After he'd been kicked in the (laughs) face. After he'd been kicked in the face and he's like, do you need me because you need someone, or do you need me for, me for me? And he's like, I don't care, I love you. Yeah. But that's a really good question. Yeah. We see some lawyers do some lawyer talk. They're pretty much, we're skipping the whole trial. Yeah. Just the lawyers are like, okay, this is what we'll give you. It's a plea deal. Yep. And so, yeah. He um, has like a $100,000 fine. In 19 months of prison or something? Or I thought it was nine months of prison. Nine months of prison? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Uh, Diane and Lloyd waking up together in bed. It's like she's staying there because she's about to leave. Yeah. They go to the prison. Lloyd goes to meet with the dad. This is how you can tell that it was like a movie between Lloyd and the dad because it's like the main final like confrontation is between them. Yeah. She
0: does have her say but
1: it was definitely not her movie. Yeah. He's telling him off in the end being like well this is my future You're not a part of it. I'm going to England with your daughter. There's nothing you can do about it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But then he, like, tries to give him hope for his relationship
1: with his daughter. Like, with the
0: letter, and then he's like, can't you see? Like, there's still hope. Like,
1: blah, 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 blah. Because he's an optimist. That's true. And then Diane says goodbye. She comes up to, yeah, so Diane comes up to the dad, says goodbye, and gives him the pen. (laughs) She's (laughs) Write me. Prison contraband. (laughs) Yeah. He's gonna get stabbed. Yeah. And then they're on the airplane together. And he's,
0: like, helping her with her nerves, saying, like, okay, it's in the first five minutes of flight that the most problems go wrong. Once you hear the ding uh, for the seatbelts, you'll be good. And then he starts panicking a little because the ding hasn't happened.
1: Yeah, it's a bit of a, a graduate ending. Yeah. What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? Ding! Cut! And then their future is unknown, but the future is what they make of it. Yeah, no, I really liked that that ending
0: for what the movie was. Because the movie, I thought, was, you know, very heavily symbolizing the future. Like, how kids are kind of pressured to plan all of their future and, and, and all of that. hmm That kind of stuff. Much like The Graduate. A little bit subtler. hmm hmm But having that open ending kind of is like telling the youths of America <laughs> that... It doesn't it doesn't necessarily matter, like you will get through it kind of thing, but it is yours to choose what you will. You don't have to have that plan, which I like.
1: Nice summary, Ashley. Ashley, are you ready to rate this movie? Yes. I'm gonna give this movie uh two and a half promise rings from your dad. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. A half star cause Cusack. <sighs> Ooh. Okay. He gets only a half star he doesn't no get a no, no. One. he he bumped it up
0: oh okay it was just gonna be two but he bumped it bumped it i'm gonna give it a three boom boxes oh there you go classic three boom boxes um i'm giving it three because i i thought the storytelling was really well like the, the story was decently fleshed out first for some comparing to some of the other stuff that we've watched a lot of things didn't connect and and didn't necessarily work but john cusack was really good Mm -hmm. and the way that it ended the way that it ended was really nice it put a nice little bow on it
1: yeah i didn't like the movie last the the first time i saw it i didn't really like it this time yeah no it happens Happens. happens yeah happens sorry jimmy it's okay he still loves us right Yeah, of course, always, forever. Heart, hearts to Jimmy. Hope he's listening. You better be listening. We do this for you. (laughs) For you.
0: (laughs) Alright, so next week we are watching another classic movie from 1989, which is the end-all be-all of romantic comedies. Everybody's been waiting for this one. Everyone, the entire world. The
1: entire world.
0: (gasps) Yep. We are, of course, watching 1989's When Harry Met Sally <laughs> with the great Billy Crystal, who we've seen, we've seen Billy Crystal as Miracle Max. Yep. And, and Meg Ryan, our first Meg, Meg Ryan romantic comedy.
1: Uh, written by Nora Ephron, directed by Rob Reiner again. She's she's quintessential to the romantic co- uh, comedy genre. Yes, she is. Remember when we, way back when, when we watched the, a movie written by her parents? Yeah. Which one was that? I don't know. (laughs) I think it was desk set. I feel like that is correct. If it wasn't desk set, it was that same era. Yeah,
0: it was something in the 40s or 50s. 50s, 53.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We had a lot from 1953. We did. Just like we had a lot from 1987. God,
0: 1987. So today we would like to thank Nicole K, Sam, Papa Genderon, Leah, Hillary H., And Mariah G. Yay! Thank you so much for your support, your love, your tweets, your Facebook comments, everything.
1: Yeah! We appreciate it. We're having fun on the Twitters. We are having fun on the Twitters. Oh, we are.
0: Of course, you can listen and download our episodes at thecutaways.com. Please leave us some comments, rate us, and subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. We love it when we see that kind of stuff. It's like a little treat. Yay! Especially the Twitter Cause we both get the updates on our phones <laughs> and it's nice. Um, you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter as at cutaways podcast.
1: Yeah. Like I said, we've been a little bare on the Facebook. Uh, although this will be this episode. We're just, co- I'm just coming back from Ashley's wedding. Ashley's about to leave on her honeymoon. We may be a little internet dead for just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little, just, just bear with us. We'll be back. We will be back to full strength soon. Yeah, Ashley's gonna get married. So we until w- next yeah. week, folks. Until next week. Take care. <laughs> good night and good luck. Go go harass John Cusack on Twitter. Yes, please do. Make it make him tweet back at us
0: like Ducky did. <gasps>
1: yeah. <laughs> Although Justine I think John Crya, die John Crya, there's nothing better to do but tweet at people. <laughs> About Pretty in Pink. <laughs> Sorry, he's, he's done the things. Okay. Okay, bye! Bye! <laughs>